corporate name to be wary of. Oh, like the organization that bears that name is the New Age publisher of books supporting the New Age movement and world government, known as the Lucius Trust or the Lucifer Trust. It is really these part of these publishing agencies like the Lucifer Trust or the Lucius Trust that have put forth so many of these doctrines that have been the carriers of these, these dark lineages and are seeking to infect the world with these occult concepts and ideologies that literally we see now bearing forth its fruit. We see these people that are literally carrying on these agendas of these theosophists like Alice Bailey and, and Helena Blavatsky who are carrying on this seed line now and it's germinating across the nations and it's leading so many people into that pit of destruction and despair. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you all. Boy, guys, we are really going deep in the weeds in this one as we discuss the cowards and compromisers in what is now very clearly our banana republic. By the way, it was just ruled today, no charges for sleepy Joe Biden with all of his classified documents and the mishandling of those documents because he's just too impaired cognitively to be charged with a crime. The incredible double standards and corruption in our banana republic continue. And Nathan Reynolds is back to help me make sense of all of it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like looking under the hood of a car and finding nothing but a mess of broken wires and parts. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end. And Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe. And they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee, but they do have a sweet deal, a free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com, where you can stun them with truth. All three sites are vector points in the war against humanity. With truth on our side, we do have a chance of winning this thing. But guys, it's time to pick a side. There's traitors in our midst at every turn. And before I welcome my guest, I just want to explain what I'm talking about. I was listening to sports radio today, K-Fan out of Minneapolis, as I was driving to work out. The Dan Barrero show is very popular in the afternoon drive time. And he had on a guy who considers himself a news guy named Pat Kessler. I'll tell you the story in just one second, because it makes my blood boil. Nathan Reynolds is back. You know the book and the website Snatched from the Flames. Nathan, how are you, sir? Absolutely fantastic. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing okay, too, man. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate having you back on. It's always great to talk to you. You're a person who is rooted in the spirit of Christ, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. Do you want me to tell you in the audience this story? Because I need you to tell us how to deal with traitors in our midst when our country our precious republic is on the verge of falling to these demon creatures. 
Yeah, we'd love to hear what it is that's that's turning you up. All right. Let me just show you what I'm talking about. First of all, you guys will have to forgive the profanity, but this is how angry people are getting. This is from Zero Hedge. Go F themselves. Rank and file Border Patrol agents are livid over this proposed Senate funding that would fund the NGOs that are bringing the illegals in. It would also fund Ukraine with another $60 billion in Israel with $14 billion. People are fed up, but that's not the story. Here's what I wanted to share. So iHeartRadio, local sports radio, KFAN, Pat Kessler on politics, hour three of the Dan Barrero show today. These guys were talking as seriously as a heart attack about Trump and all his crimes against the Republic. The man faces some 91 felonies. I didn't realize that. It's totally preposterous. And they were talking today about how three judges ruled that Trump, and they called him Citizen Trump, has no immunity as the former sitting president who believed with his heart and soul that the election in 2020 was stolen by Joe Biden and the Democrats. He believed it in his heart and soul, as so many of us did, as all the Jan Sixers did. And now we have the evidence coming out of Georgia. We have the evidence coming out of Michigan, Wisconsin, all over the place that, yes, the election was stolen. And with a straight face, Barrero and news guy Pat Kessler said that Trump can face trial for trying to stay in power after losing the 2020 election when he knew he had actually lost. That's what they said. It's all preposterous, and these traitors must know it. Or maybe they're just that stupid. Here's the thing. I now know people, Nathan, who are actively looking to move out of this country because they can see the foundations of our republic crumbling. And it breaks my heart. So here's my question. Biblically speaking, how do we deal with traitors in our midst? And isn't it time for people to pick a side and stand up for our country and our republic? I think you've hit on a few good points here with your question. And I think the best way to really answer this is to always address what are the what are the root causes that make someone treasonous? What are what are the real heart issues that make someone willing to betray that which they once loved or held dear? Or to be willing to become so vitriolically opposed to those that would absolutely try to endorse freedom that would be advocates of literacy of understanding of wisdom and knowledge and reasons and truly the heart of the issue that we continue to strive with is the intention that there is this greediness for gain that can infect so many people's hearts it makes people willing to turn a blind eye to compromise to turn a blind eye to those things that have seditiously sown themselves into the hearts of people that would draw them away from being advocates and lovers of the truth unfortunately what we're dealing with at the heart of these other individuals is people that have been led astray like truly we are we are being governed by a society of individuals of intellectuals who have been blinded who have truly been deceived, who have been beguiled to such an extent that they have swallowed this poisonous cup of idolatry, this, this form of not really understanding how to even discern between evil and good. They cannot even reason amongst themselves about what is the truth. And that's why there is such an opposition internally. And that's this, this strife that you're feeling and that so many people in this country, but it's not just here. It's not just localized to North America, but it's abroad. It's, it's ripping the nations apart right now. It's because there is this diametric of opposition that's taking place between people that are identifying 
agents of evil that we're clearly being able to see. It's like, it really is like the apocalypse right now with the revelation, the revealing of this beast system that takes place, that's been taking place and been building itself up for generations. And we're only seeing some of these latter end Epic, like the latter end agents of that. We're seeing them rise to power and ascension and they'll be giving platforms with which to do that. And there was one of these, I just want to go back to like, where did some of these things come from? And I'm going to be reading here just a quick excerpt from this book, which is called The, the Disciples of Ra. And uh, this is the shocking truth about medicine, viruses, and vaccines. This was written by a guy named Johnny Cerucci, who's an avid historian and researcher. And he just he had an annotation in here on page 296, and he was addressing kind of the Rockefeller-founded medical models and, and origins of this system that we would call um, medicine of today. And he just had a, a point in here that was discussing the origins of the Illuminati, some of the origins of these secret societies, these these polars of the levers of society that are behind the scenes, like people I would call the agents of evil, that it's, it's obvious now that we do have these groups, these oath-keeping societies that have structured and engineered their society in such a way to make their goals prosper and to stifle and to corrupt at the core tenets of morality. They're, they're adamantly opposed to things of righteousness and they're intimately in bed with all things related to depravity and the destruction of identity. And they're trying to yoke people to a system that promotes and tolerates absolute abominations. And here he has a note on some of the goals of Adam Weishaupt, who was one of the a Jesuit priests really of the Illuminati and the founder of it. Back in 1776, he wrote this note. And he wrote this uh, to a friend about the secret plans of the order in these words, end quote, the great strength of our order, the Illuminati, lies in its concealment. Let it never appear in any place in its own name, but always concealed by another name and another occupation. The form of a learned or literary society, sororities, is better suited to our purpose. And had Freemasonry not existed, this cover would have been employed. And it may be much more than a cover. It may be a powerful engine in our hands. By establishing reading societies, such as book clubs, and taking these under our direction, we may turn the public mind which way we will. In like manner, we must try to obtain an influence in the military academics. This may be of mighty consequence. A literary society is the most proper form for the introduction of our order into any state where tie are yet strangers. These orders or societies are part of the Ivy League of American universities and were formed as literary societies soon after 1776. The goal was to monopolize all institutions of higher learning and by these means subvert the minds of the people. I think that is one of the most brilliant articulations of so much of where the foundations of these cornerstones, these these illumined cornerstones were placed into our country. And what we're seeing is the germination of those seeds from those Ivy League scholars and from those that have been institutionalized to follow after this, because this is what we're literally, we're listening to the prophets of Baal standing on the top of the mountain, trying to proclaim the names of their gods and trying to renown them. And at the expense of suppressing all those who would reject their absolute idiocracy, that we 
do not want to be infected with this doctrines of demons, that we don't want to go along with this and then have our families and our morality and the fabric of our society, the core identity of what used to make people authentic, lovers of, of each other, lovers of their neighbors, lovers of good, people that worked hard and labored for a promised goal, that there was going to be a better thing that came their way. And instead, you're giving people, like you talked about, people that are disillusioned now with our future, that are afraid that there's nothing left here in this country, that they're going to lose, that ultimately that fear of men is starting to infect the hearts of even the good warriors who are out there because they're getting weary of seeing the wicked prosper. But you know what? We have this good news of this promised deliverance that can come to us as we call upon the Creator to give us mercy, to help us in our hour of need, that He would expose them, that He would reveal to Everyone lay it out plainly so that all men would be without excuse that there is real evil in the heart of these people and that all of those secret agendas that they've labored behind the scenes to conceal would be brought forth and brought to the light. And you know what? As that comes forth, that they would then be able to be held accountable for their crimes, that people would utterly drive them from their midst because at the core of the, the heart of what we must do is we must act like shepherds. We must model the chief shepherd, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, and how he drove the wolves, drove the, the brood of serpents, right? He saw the snake societies working their way through the religious institutions, through the military institutions, and he drove them from his midst. And we must have a similar zealousness because he promised us that savage wolves were going to come in and try to devour the lambs. But we have a duty, each and every one of us, especially you men who are listening, they hate bold and courageous men of conviction. They hate it. They loathe it because they understand intimately that that is the most dangerous person, that's the most dangerous adversary that they could contend with is a man of convictions who is bold and courageous about those, who's well-spoken, well-read, and well-articulated in going after their mechanisms because we must uproot them from personally our midst first, and then we must drive them out of our homes. We must drive their influences out of our minds, out of the minds of our children, our friends, our family, and seek to deliberately eradicate them from our societies, our communities, so that they no longer have that that foothold of influence like they were set up to have. Mm -hmm. And they do have a foothold still, but they're losing it. And I think they're getting desperate as people wake up. But let me stitch a couple of ideas together. And this is what I'm driving at. This is why I was so angry listening to these bozos on a sports radio network. I don't know why they even do a political hour because it's not balanced and they don't let callers call in. So you just have to listen to these idiots espouse their, I'm sorry, for lack of a better word, retardation. Okay. Because either they're retarded, I mean, they're mentally deficient or they're part of it. And I think these guys actually are mentally deficient. But let me just say, savage wolves, agents of evil, that is what these people are, whether they know it or not, because they were trying to tell their audience with a straight face that Trump is being rightly charged with 91 felonies because he tried to steal the election when they stole the election. It's as if they believe the courts in D.C., New York, California, etc., are legitimate, and they're not. They're totally illegitimate banana republic kangaroo courts. They're trying to make their audience believe as if the insurrection on January 6th wasn't a Fed false flag operation, which it was. They're trying to make people forget about the 85,000 immigrant children who have vanished into child sex slavery. 
coming over the border. They're gone, thanks to the Biden administration. They won't talk about that. They're trying to pretend that Ukraine isn't where hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian men and women have perished fighting this useless war in a country built on human trafficking and bioweapons labs. They're trying to ignore the fact that this puppet who stole the election is now bombing Yemen, in Syria, in Iraq, an open border invasion with young military men coming through. And by the way, I want to compare and contrast these two bozos at KFAN with the great Jimmy Dore. Let me just show you a quick thing from Jimmy Dore. Oh, and by the way, Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. We talk about this every time you're on the show. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, because that is what they do. And they bear false witness against their neighbor. I want people to compare and contrast bozos like the ones I just mentioned. Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, the CNN crew, all these liars that gaslight the American people. Compare and contrast them to the great Jimmy Dore who's a comedian, but identified as a Democrat his entire life. And now all he does is he calls out the Democrats and the rhinos alike for their lies. And by the way, you'll note that Tucker Carlson is in Russia right now. He just interviewed Putin and the left and the neocons are freaking out so much so that they don't want him to be allowed back into the country because God forbid the truth get out about what's really going on in this world. And Tucker has been added to the Ukraine kill list. That's where we stand, man. The very foundations of our republic are absolutely crumbling right beneath our feet. And people are starting to wake up and we want to save our republic. But like I said, I know a few good patriots who are now trying to expatriate. They want out of this country because even though we have fight left in us, right, we have righteousness and God on our side and truth on our side. Look at what's happened, Nathan, to the Jan Sixers. We now have political prisoners sitting without rid of habeas corpus. They have not had a speedy trial. They are not having fair trials when they get them at all. And some of these people are rotting, still awaiting trials in D.C. gulags, while others have been charged with 15, 20, 22 years in prison for daring to enter the Capitol on January 6th for a redress of grievances. And that is the right place to go if you want to redress your grievances against a criminal government that you believe stole an election. So that's where we're at right now, man. And I just wanted you to help me out spiritually because I know anger is not a great place to uh, root yourself. But you know what? It's 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 one of the realities of trying to look through these just circumstances and the files of history that we have to stare at. And you know what? It's going to cause anger. And it's okay to be angry. That's not a wrong thing to have because we need people that rise up from that. We have we have to respond. We really do. But the problem is, is that many people that are looking to respond have looked through the coffers that they have given us. They've looked through the lenses that they have given us to respond with. And even as you're just describing all of this, it's like, to me, I see this really becoming this ever-present reality that we are dealing with this war between immortals, that we're dealing with powerful entities behind the scenes that have their own dominions and reigns, and they're trying to establish their own thrones and their powers. And there's this dog eat dog, just perpetual war that's taking place. And at the same time, we have so many people who are sitting on the sidelines watching it play out. They're looking at the news as a form of entertainment and in a form of escape, as opposed to those that are looking to it as a means of understanding and learning so that they can make wise and informed decisions about tactics and strategies to get people away from the dangers that are coming, to make them be able to be prepared to no longer fall into the pit that they're digging for us because so many were led into the snare of the devil's own creation. You know, 
it reminds me of a time in a season back in first Kings when Elijah was, was raised up as one of the prophets, you know, and he, he began to this great showdown with Ahab and Jezebel, you know, like we're sitting here talking about what we see perceived to be some of the, the worst rulers, these, these tyrants that are masquerading, you know, these seemingly to some angels of light, but otherwise ministers of darkness to others. And we're dealing with an entire population that's been lulled into a technological spiritual slumber who's been sidelined and kept out of the fight for so long that ultimately fundamentally their goal is that there would be no violence as long as they slowly incrementally advance this agenda to keep people going into this passive state so long and and long enough that they can truly cinch this noose around our necks so that we're incapable of reacting. We're incapable of responding. And by that point, they are able to drag us away to do their desires. And you know what? I want to go back to the showdown that finally took place between Ahab and the prophets of Baal and the prophets of Asherah. And you must understand something. These people's fruit has followed them. The people that worship these immortals has followed them generationally. This isn't some Old Testament timeline story. These people still move and breathe and are empowering the kings and the politicians behind the scenes. These people that are willing to compromise to such a depraved level that they pass their children through the fires of Moloch. They literally sacrifice their children on the agendas of these ideological pursuits, these political gains. And because of that, they're so deeply compromised that they cannot see reality anymore. That's like truth is another word for reality. They cannot see reality clearly because they're bogged down. Their, their consciences have been seared with this hot iron. And this was literally the showdown that took place at the mountaintop when we should have had all these Israelites standing up for righteousness and boldness and, in, and driving the wicked from their midst. Instead, they've been capitulating for three years, Jezebel was going out and slaughtering the prophets and imprisoning the people that were righteous and making sure to blot them out and put them on her FBI's most wanted list, to put them on the special kill teams list. And you know what? There was one that the father had preserved all the way through that entire time. And it said they sought the whole world for this guy, but Yahuwah preserved him. And here it picks up in, uh, this is in chapter 18. And now send and gather all Yisrael to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. And Ahab then sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets on Mount Carmel. And Eliyahu came to all the people and he said, how long would you keep hopping between two opinions? If Yahuwah is Elohim, follow him. And if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him not a word. And Eliyahu said to the people, I alone and left a prophet of Yahuwah, but the prophets of Baal are 450 men. This is the heart of the issue is that we have so many people stuck sitting there hopping between two opinions and not willing to take the necessary steps to take the deliberate self-accountability to make decisive actions out of that family, that family of darkness, to no longer embrace the kingdom of darkness, but to juxtapose it in every area and arena of our life, that we would set ourselves completely apart from it. And you know what? That's what we need to seek is we need men and women of that type of level of standards who rise up out of the midst of the people and put to death the ways of despair and destruction and hopelessness and cowardly. It's this cowardness that needs to die in us so that we can raise up and be an example to others. Because fundamentally, what's so broken in our hearts is that we no longer have 
a love for the truth because on the televisions, they've shown us that the people truly that were bold and courageous, they get prosecuted, they get persecuted. But you know what? That's all they've got. All they've got is smoke and mirrors to try to keep us distracted from understanding the core realities that we are in a battle between light and darkness. We are in an abs an absolute fight for our lives. And you know what? These groups have been working their way in for a long time, and we must counteract so many of, of their agencies. I'm going to read a quick excerpt here from this book. Okay, but the then Genesis. I got something for you. I read that, and then I have something really important to you that helps stitch this whole thing together. Go ahead. Let's let's do it. This is, this is from just these masquerading agents here. This is the Genesis 6 Conspiracy by Gary Wayne. Lucifer, on page 500 here, Lucifer masquerades as an angel of light. Light is the Masonic symbol for intelligence, information, knowledge, and truth. Darkness is ignorance and evil. And the followers of Adonai, Jews, Muslims, and Christians like Lucifer is the believe that Lucifer is the God of light, the God of good, the God who struggles against darkness and evil for humankind. Lucifer is actually a derivative of the Latin lucidus, meaning light. Another example, a corporate name to be wary of, oh, like the organization that bears that name is the New Age publisher of books supporting the New Age movement and world government known as the Lucius Trust or the Lucifer Trust. It is really these part of these publishing agencies like the Lucifer Trust or the Lucius Trust that have put forth so many of these doctrines that have been the carriers of these, these dark lineages and are seeking to infect the world with these occult concepts and ideologies that literally we see now bearing forth its fruit. We see these people that are literally carrying on these agendas of these theosophists like Alice Bailey and, and Helena Blavatsky who are carrying on this seed line now and it's germinating across the nations and it's leading so many people into that pit of destruction and despair. You know, you said so many important things. And one of the things that resonates with me, and you might be right about this as it relates to Pat Kessler and Barrero, they cannot see. They're not able to see the truth anymore. They've been hopelessly deceived for whatever reason, either that or they're in on this. They're in on the coup and the destruction of our republic. But you know, it was God himself who told us in Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse nine, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. As in the days of Noah, everything you just read about the attack on the righteous is happening again today in our own formerly beloved republic. And Jimmy Dore gets it right. He ties it all together like this. These people are cowards. Barrero, Pat Kessler, Anderson Cooper, Rachel Maddow. You pick the poison, pick the names, pick Nancy Pelosi, any of the rhinos. It's a global tactic of the billionaires, writes Jimmy Dore, and the international military industrial complex to criminalize their opponents and ban them from running for office while pretending to be doing it to protect us and preserve, quote unquote, democracy. It's the usual tactic used by dictators and tyrants. And now the United States and the West have adopted it in broad daylight. If you oppose war, NATO, the World Economic Forum, you will be criminalized. Most people I know and admire, writes Jimmy Dore, won't speak out against this type of banana republic nonsense because there's a cost involved, a cost they are unwilling to pay. To quote Chris Lynn Hedges when speaking on a different issue, quote, they fear being attacked. They fear destroying their careers. They fear losing funding. They fear loss of status. They fear persecution. They fear social isolation. This fear makes them complicit, end quote. What a bunch of cowards as their beloved Republic Constitution and the Bill of Rights is burned at the stake and their progeny stands what chance against this onslaught?
these people are cowards. You're absolutely right, Nathan. And it says the cowards will not enter the kingdom fundamentally at the end of the day, you know, and that's, he said it so brilliantly here. There's just a point that he made about the billionaires and the people that are not willing to give up their careers, their influence, their status, their wealth at the heart of it. You mentioned somebody too, even Anderson Cooper, the lineage of the Vanderbilts. And those of you that don't grow up in these families that have had generational wealth, like we, it's hard, it's hard. It's truly makes it hard for you to comprehend the level of opportunities to access a power that's made available to you when you grow up in the, on the other side of it, when you grow up in that other realm of this, because what has been given to you, what has been cultivated for you before you were born was an open door policy to anything you wanted to do. So long as you were willing to compromise in a critically serious area you had to be willing to compromise and this the mentality was called do whatever it takes and you know what growing up in the family that i did in the reynolds i saw behind those screen doors i saw what was truly taking place between but behind these facades of gilded silverware and golden plates i got to see what was truly at the underbelly of these familial dynasties and this generational wealth and this inherited promises of what could happen for you if only you go along with the agenda because it wasn't always overt evil more often than not the truest deepest most seditious forms of evil that i saw take place was not the forms of radical satanic abuse it was so much for in those that that acted as though they were agents for the good that they were the ones helping the cause they were the champions for the hopeless and the weary and the oppressed but behind the scenes they had been purchased for a price that was so unbelievably low they gave in at a time when they should have resisted and they should have not compromised but you know what it was that act it was their moment that they gave in and they went along with an agenda and they were willing to become the mouthpieces for these propagandists that they lost their soul and you could see it. They had this defeated heart at it. I watched them drink themselves to oblivion. I watched them drug themselves out of their dreams because they could not deal with the guilt and the self-condemnation that came with recognizing at the end of the day, they had given up what made them a person. They had given up what made them authentic, real. They gave away their humanity. For the sake of going along with others. And you know what? As much as they want to try to live it out and try to live their life in, in luxury, they cannot escape the requirement that's going to come upon them, that will come upon all of us, that every one of us is going to be accountable for what we did with what we've been entrusted. Some of you have much and much more than others. And you have an opportunity to leverage that for the good and the saving of many lives. And for those of you that have influence, that those of you that have a position of power, that have a, a capacity to make a significant difference in the lives of the people around you by standing up for the truth, you have a responsibility to do so no matter the consequences, no matter the cost of reputation. Like he, he articulated it so well when he described all these fears that keep people from acting in the truth. But it's it's those things that you fear that truly are going to be the things that you are going to get. Like it says in the book of Job that he said he everything he feared came upon him. 
And ultimately, at the end of the day, if we fear the reprisals of these people, if we fear their persecution, their punishment, their their threats, their imprisonments, if we fear those things, that's what we are going to receive. But you know what? If we step out with absolute sincerity of conviction that we don't move off of what we have come to know to be the truth, we are truly empowered by the living creator of life and of peace to go forth and to be able to drive this evil from our midst. It's an absolute promise that he assures us we have him on our side. But if we if we open the door to those fears, if we open those doors to those compromises, and you know what? We go along with it. We fall prey to every one of those snares of the enemy. We fall prey of those snares when we fall back into that camp of the fear of men. It says in the book of Proverbs, like the fear of men is the snare. It will lead us to the snares of the dragon. It will make us fall into those pits of their devices and their creations. But if we can be freed from that fear, we can be filled with boldness to overcome you know, for those who don't know or have forgotten or just joining us and aren't familiar with you and your background, you escaped the Reynolds family, a powerful Illuminati family, when you learned that the cost of your inheritance was going to be essentially your firstborn daughter. And I just want to show folks what you were up against, because now we're all up against it. OK, if these people were willing to pull off 9-11 and kill 3000 of us, I said at the time they're capable of anything. And now here we sit. A DuPont heir. This is the guy. He raped his children, his own daughter, and believe it or not, his little boy. And he got no prison time. You know why? Because the liberal libtard judge said he wouldn't fare well in prison. Well, that's true because pedophiles are not highly regarded in our prisons system because even criminals hate pedophiles. God help us all. All right. So I want to go back to that Jimmy Dore tweet and play a video he linked at the bottom. I haven't listened to it yet. We'll watch it together. But I want to make one point. I am not on the Trump train believing he's Jesus Christ. Okay. Trump's just a man. Some people would say he's playing his role. I just hate injustice. I hate that Jan Sixers are rotting in prisons awaiting trials that ought not be trials in the first place. That there are Jan Sixers rotting away in federal prisons. Stuart Rhodes the Oath Keepers founder, rotting away for like 20 years in prison. Meanwhile, Yuval Noah Harari laments that Trump, if he becomes president again, will deliver a death blow to the global new world order. So, okay, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay, say what you want about Trump, but Yuval Noah Harari over at the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, they hate the guy. So that's just another reason for me and everybody listening to like him. But here is what Jimmy Dore was driving at about how these people operate. This was at the World Economic Forum. Let's listen to what the man has to say. Now onwards, Pakistan will only partner another country in peace. We would not become part of any other conflict. We would not join any country in its conflict. And since then, we have played our part. We have tried to um, ease tensions between Saudi Arabia and Iran. I also tried to, uh, uh, between the United States and Iran, we tried to do our part, play our part in easing tensions. This is refreshing. See, I didn't realize this. I thought it would be a sycophant 
singing the praises of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. No, there are leaders all around the world who hunger for peace. They're tired of this empire building. They're tired of the bullying nature of Washington, D.C. and the United States military industrial complex. They're, they're tired of endless war. They're tired of poverty. They're tired of living in a banana republic under the rule, the iron-fisted rule of corporations. They're tired. Do you know, it's interesting. I think it was the leader of Argentina, the newly elected leader of Argentina just came to the World Economic Forum and he read them the riot act too. So I'm coming back to you, Nathan. I guess there's good news here. People are fed up. And what people are hearing in my voice, it is the passion to end these injustices and jail those who repeatedly bear false witness against their neighbor, because that is what the left does in the news every single night. That's what those two guys were doing, Barrero and Pat Kessler. They were bearing false witness against Trump because it was all lies. It's all lies. We know they stole the election. We know the insurrection wasn't an insurrection. Nobody showed up. Nobody was armed. In fact, the other side killed one of our people. And now our people are rotting away in jails when all they wanted was a redress of grievances. We no longer have a republic. So what people are hearing in my voice is that moral outrage as I watch our republic fall. And I think what what's in your voice, Sean, is what's in a lot of people's hearts and a lot of people's voices is that just absolute frustration at seeing the system fight back against what they believe to be the righteous path. They believe to be the right path. Like there should be justice. There should be right ruling. Like that was, that was the word. We think of this phrase justice, right ruling is a better way to say it. That's supposed to be the foundations. It says in the Psalms that the foundations of Yahuwah's throne are Mishvat and Zadikah. That's justice and mercy. Those are supposed to be the foundations and fundamentally at the heart of people and mankind, we desire those things. And it's when we grow up in a society where we have had perpetual, continual, conditioned learned helplessness that no matter as much as you try, you're never going to get out of your class. You're never going to be able to escape from the system that you are born into, that you can't really make a difference, that you are ultimately part of it being a brick in Babylon and there's nothing you can do about it. That failure of the teachers and the instructors to show us the way to fight back and contend against this. Like these are the lessons that we should have been given from our youth, from the earliest memories that we should have had. We should have been raised up on the stories of the resistance, not on the stories of the cowards and the compromisers, because they surely have been getting exalted all our life. They've been immortalized. They have been honored. They have get their days of, of worship and adoration. Meanwhile, the righteous ones are persecuted and blotted out their history records are changed to obscure their names and their faces and their identities. And this revisionistic form of history goes in to blot out the truth. And then they uphold the lie. But you know what? Foundationally, the problem with building your house on lies, like my family wanted me to build my empire on lies and compromise. That was it. They wanted me to sit down with the trust fund lawyers and sign away parental guardian rights to my daughter, Naomi, and give them access to her so that I could have access to the trust fund. And you know what? If I had sat down that day, almost eight years ago now, if I had gone along with that system, nobody would have known 
This is, this is the acts of secrecy that happened behind the scenes. Nobody would have known. I wouldn't have known what would happen to Naomi when I dropped her off at my great grandfather at my grandfather's house in Lake Havasu. They, I wouldn't know what's going to happen with the Jesuits and the Knights of Columbus and what they're going to do with her. I wouldn't have known that so that I could have plausible deniability, right? That's the insurance policy that so many of these people have is they're not going to look at the factual evidence in dealing out justice because they know fundamentally at that stage in the game, if somebody's willing to compromise to that level with their own child, they're willing to do anything else to go along, to get along. And you know what? By choosing a different path for my life, choosing a path of poverty and anonymity, and you know what? Being persecuted. I got to experience what it's like to be suffering amongst the people of truth. You know what? I've got to go to different conferences and events all over this country. And I have seen over the last seven years, there is a burgeoning desire for people to know the truth that they don't tolerate the lies anymore. And they're getting better at sniffing out the deception that gets broadcasted in, their fr in front of their face. That when they see another post that's posting up and saying, oh, look at these criminals from January 6th, they're suddenly starting to look at and examine the evidence behind the scenes and they're not trusting the narrative that's being force fed and shoveled down their throats where you can trust us we promise it's safe and effective meanwhile they're watching loved ones die they're watching cancer rates soar they're watching unexplained sudden deaths permeate the culture and the society and they're starting to sit there and they're growing in this absolute disdain for the officials and for the leaders and they're recognizing they're beginning to fall on their faces and cry out for righteous judgments, righteous rulings, that we need that desperately now more than ever. And you know what? As we make those appeals and as we become zealots, totally sold out, all in committed people who will not forsake the truth, we assuredly are granted this incredible new family where we are, you know what? They may not be as well publicized. They may not be as well platformed, but I assure you of this, the ranks of those who are demanding equity, who are demanding freedom and deliverance from the intoleration of falsehood, the ones that are absolutely committed to knowing how it is we can set people free. The ranks of that army are growing every single day. So please be of good cheer. I know it's exhausting to see the wicked prospering, but you know what? Assuredly, everything they've done in secret will be brought to the light. Every little quiet meeting, conference room hall session where they think it was closed doors and classified and nobody's going to know about it because it's compartmentalized. Every word they've spoken in their secret chambers is going to be shouted from the rooftops. And fundamentally, I knew I had a day of reckoning coming for me that even if I got to live in the conveniences and the temporary pleasures of sin for a season, I was going to be held accountable sooner or later. And I would never be able to look at my daughter and know that I had given her everything I had so that she could have freedom if I had compromised back then. But today I can lay down in peace and sleep. And I can know that my father in heaven has seen my affliction and my suffering for the sake of the truth. And he is blessing my daughter, Naomi, with the one thing I never had when I was growing up, which was a choice which was freedom to choose what her life will become. And fundamentally, as long as we have that, each one of you, we have an opportunity to fight back. We have an opportunity to resist. And whether that's the sword of this microphone or the swords of our mouth, that we have a duty to speak the truth, no matter the consequences, no matter the cost, and seek to set the captives free.
damn straight. And you know what? In that quote where Jimmy Dore quoted that woman and he said, they don't want to pay the cost of truth. They're cowards and they're afraid of losing their status, whatever. There's a cost, right? Well, let me assure the cowards and the compromisers like Pat Kessler and Dan Barrero that there is a cost for your cowardice and compromise as well. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy price to pay when you ignore the fact, Dan Barrero and news guy Pat Kessler, that there is a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine that is killing people all over the world. It's beyond debate at this point. The science is clear, but y'all ignore it. Just like it's very clear, and you ignored this too, when you said Trump is rightfully facing 91 felonies for trying to stay in power because he said the election was stolen when clearly he knew it wasn't. That's what y'all said. Well, here it is, dummies, news guy, Pat Kessler, you idiot. If you're too lazy to do the research, let me provide you with some avenues to do the research. Real Robert over on Twitter is moving heaven and earth every single day to provide the evidence and the testimony of the stolen election of 2020. The adjudication rooms across every battleground state in the November 3rd, 2020 election. Let's hear it from this woman's mouth. The ballots were flipped from Trump to Biden. In the doof's room, number four, and this is the duplicate, excuse me, the duplication room. I observed with my Democratic partner the preparation of a new ballot since the original one was soiled or wouldn't go through the tabulators. I read her a Trump Republican ballot, and as soon as she entered it into the system, the ballot defaulted on the screen to a Biden Democratic ballot. There you have it, Pat Kessler. You know, I got to tell you, man, I got a journalism degree. It is what I went to college for. I'm so grateful to be able to talk with people like you, people who are passionate and actually care about the truth. I interview a lot of doctors and lawyers, too, who have chosen the side. They've chosen the right side. They've chosen the side of team humanity and God, just like you have. I want to thank you so much for it, brother. Can you tell people how to get your important book? Because I know you'll sign it for them. And I think everybody should support you and get a copy of Snatched from the Flames. You bet. They can uh, go to snatchedfromtheflames.com. I have uh, signed copies available there and people that would like to get a PDF version, a digital version. I also have an audio version where I read the entirety of the book for you as well. For those of you that would like, you can buy it, pay your own price. You guys can also find my other content. I do all kinds of videos and teaching series on Rumble at Nathan Reynolds and Snatched from the Flames. Also over at YouTube at Nathan Reynolds and TikTok at Snatched from the Flames. You guys can find my work there as well as an entire recording of the audio scriptures because you know what? That's our sword and the weapon with which we can fight back against the adversary and unmask the great kingdom of deception. Well, look at this. Snatched from the Flames, signed copy, out of stock. Did I help you sell these books out? I hope so. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get them back in there. All we'll right. still, I'll still got them if you guys find it. Don't you worry. Right. I still have copies of the book signed myself, and I'm trying to figure out a way to pay it forward to people in my audience You know that would love to have a copy. And I haven't really sussed that out. I don't know how to do a drawing or a lottery or anything, but uh, who knows? Maybe I'll just start picking random emails from people who email me the most often and are sort of the most trusted uh, patriots and friends of the show. Maybe I'll send you a book. In the meantime, if you want to support Nathan, the right thing to do is to buy a copy for yourself. Nathan, thank you so much. We love you and we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much, Sean. All right. God bless you and your beautiful family. And for everybody listening, God bless you and your beautiful families as well. Please pay this forward by spreading it far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media because there is a line in the sand. It's very clear now we all need to pick a side. 
You can either stand with the cowards and compromisers, or you can pick the side of God and truth and light and love and family and progeny and humanity. Boy, it seems like an easy decision to me. I don't know why so many people are struggling to make it. Guys, I'll remind you every single day for free, you can check us out for free for the antidote to corporate propaganda, the real news at sgtreport.com 24-7. May God bestow upon you and your family many blessings in 2024. Bye-bye. The impact of frequencies and sound and even words and intentions and negative thinking on a human body. Now you understand what Jesus said, beware of every word that comes out of your mouth. It either reflects the love in your heart or the evil that dwells therein.